Hi, this is Sam Chamberlain, and welcome to Things to Ponder, the sermon podcast from St. Mary's United Church of Christ in Silver Run, Maryland. Follow along with St. Mary's at stmarysucc.org or on Facebook and Instagram. Wishing you peace and good, my friends. You guys cannot be comfortable all crammed on that front pew. My goodness. <laughs> As always, Ryan, I think very highly of you finding the, finding the empty spot and rocking it out. Well, good morning, everybody. Oh, my goodness. Come on now. Good morning. And good morning to everyone. And so some of you might have seen the message that I put up on our Facebook page this morning. Okay, And some of you might have not. Okay, So that explains why some of you have brought some things to the children's sermon this morning, okay? And the good news, I brought something with me too, okay? But what I asked, and you didn't have to bring it with you in order to be able to explain it, okay? Explain what I asked you to bring. But what I asked you to bring was something that you love. And you can define that however you want, whatever that means to you. Um, The only thing that I said no to in my house this morning, Charlotte said, can I bring the hamster? I said, yeah, we're not doing that, okay? Um, (laughs) There's a little part of me that wanted to, but yeah, I haven't been here long enough to get away with bringing rodents into the sanctuary, so we're not going to do that. But I was wondering if you could tell me, and Josh, if we could use the handheld mic, I'm going to stay back a little bit because I've been feeling great this week, okay, but I'm going to give you a mic. And if you brought an item, or even if you didn't, explain something that you love and why you love it. Anybody want to go first? Have something that you love that you brought with you and you want to tell us a little bit about why you love it. All right, Taylor, go ahead. I brought my Can you tell us what you brought with you? This is my bear. Can you stand up and show everybody? Show everybody your bear real quick and then you can sit back down. Actually, you brought your bear. Why do you, does your bear have a name? It's bear. It's bear. Did you think long and hard and pray about that name before you picked it? Or did you just pick it? No, I couldn't think of a name, so I called it bear. (laughs) And why do you love Bear so much? Because it used to be my mom's. Used to be your mom's? No way. That is really cool. So that bear has seen a lot of love. And how do you show it love? Hugging it. You hug it? Like a lot, a lot? Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, thank you for bringing Bear along. It's very nice to have Bear along. Who else wants to share something that they brought? I see a lot of things that are here. Liam, you want to go? All right. What did you bring, Liam? Bear. You brought Bear too. Can you hold Bear up and show everybody so everybody can see Bear? It's a different bear, yep. It's brown, so you don't get it mixed up with your sister's bear, right? And when yeah. did you get bear? Um, from mommy. From mommy? Okay. And how do you show bear love? By hugging him. By hugging him? Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, that's really special. Thank you for bringing bear along today. I see other things. Come on. It's show and tell time. How many times? Look. You brought it last Sunday. Well, tell us a little bit about your thing, Madison. What'd you bring with you last time? Last time I brought my American Girl doll. Your American Girl doll? Oh, wonderful. Which American Girl doll do you have? Um, I have four of them, and I brought my favorite one that I got first. And which one's your favorite? Lily. Lily? Oh, wow. how, how wonderful. How long have you had Lily? Uh, I forgot. Over like a really long time? I think for three years. For three years? Cool. Have you read any of the Lily books? No. No? I say, I know more about American Girl dolls than you might think I do. Okay. <laughs> I have four of them. Now, does Lily live in your room? No. I, me and my mom built an American Girl doll room. Oh, you have a whole room? 
Oh, that is Not special. a whole room. Some of it's my mom's office, but half of it's my American Very girls. cool. Very cool. That is a really special gift. Thank you. And I'm sorry you didn't bring her along. You can bring her along next Sunday. I'd love to meet Lily, okay? Okay. But it's really special that you told us about Lily. Who else brought something that you want to talk about? Brenna, would you like me to help you talk about yours? Would you like me to show? Okay. Well, here. All right. I won't talk too much. But Brenna brought this guy, okay? And this guy in our house, his name is Mr. Pinguino. Okay, I, just go with it. So when Jenny and I got married, we, were, we, we had had a wedding shower and people gave us Christmas ornaments because we were married in November. All right, but we were looking for some stuff and I grabbed them off the shelf at Walmart. Out of, and he has been the single most important Christmas decoration we have ever had every year. Brenna, and since Brenna was born, Brenna loves to hide him in the Christmas tree. Okay, and... He's a little bit of our little elf on the shelf. We just say he's always watching. All right, he's always there. Um, sometimes his motives are less, are less than pure. He's always, he's got an attitude to him. But this is Mr. <laughs> Pinguino. And Mr. Pinguino on his little sled. Brenna just loves him to death. And Brenna, do you want to say why you love him? Is the story enough for today? Okay, very good. Anybody else want to share anything? Jules, you want to give it? Yeah, you brought, you brought something that isn't stuffed. What did you bring? Although I'm sure it has a lot of things in it. Well, tell us about it. Um, I brought, I brought a, a book. I forgot what kind of book it is, but uh, my, when we went to Disney, we, my mom took many, many, many pictures. Like a good mother does at Disney. <laughs> and so she put it in a book, and um, we, she still hasn't finished it. Still hasn't finished. Goodness. And um, we've had it for many years, and um, we have more we have like two whole shelves of them. And my mom, like, I love this one because I don't remember going to Disney, but mm. it kind of makes me remember it. That is cool. And so you go back to it from time to time and spend some time with it? I also have another one that I usually like look at like a hundred times a year. Very cool. Um, that's my first birthday. So oh, your first birthday at yeah. Disney? No, but oh. I have another. Oh, you have another scrapbook that you yeah. look at. Oh, that is so very cool. And what's your, favorite, what's your favorite ride at Disney? I have to ask. Oh, that's hard. That is a hard question. I know. Um, we get deep here. Um, what's, I, a, what's one of your favorites? Um, I don't think this is at Disney, but it was like one of the parks. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what it's called, but there, there's a super fast one. Uh-huh. Very fast. I was scared to go on it, but I still went on it anyways. Because ah. my parents kind of made me. <laughs> so uh, it, I think it was like a rock and roll one. Oh yeah, the rock and roller coaster. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. That one was about my favorite. Excellent. Well, then you and I have a similar story in that uh, I also I went on my first roller coaster at Disney once upon a time, Big Thunder Mountain. Things shook my brains out. <laughs> So, and then I want to share with you what I brought, and, and if you want to share with me your stories later, you're absolutely welcome to, but I wanted to share one thing that I brought because I didn't, I didn't want to ask you guys to bring things in, me not bring anything. Some of you might have seen this sitting in my office. What does it look like to you? Uh, oh, shepherd's a good call. What else does it look like? It, it is a man. Good cat. That's absolutely correct. <clears throat> does it kind of look like Santa Claus? One of the three wise men? That's a great guess. It's not the right answer. That's a super, super guess. If it looks a little bit like Santa Claus, it's because, in a way, it kind of is. This is the saint statue of St. Nicholas. 
okay? And, Saint, and which is why some of you might be, why does he have Santa Claus on his shelf all year long? All right, well, there's a really good reason for that, is that this was given to me at my ordination by a Catholic priest who I had at Mount St. Mary's, this wonderful old fellow who had some balance issue, and so he would like fall over in class like once a month or so. He would just literally fall over. I'm fine, I'm fine. We'd help him back up and we'd get back. Sweetest man alive. And I was ordained on St. Nicholas Day, and so St. Nicholas Day always has a lot of meaning for me. And so this sweet old priest, okay, who I took one class with gave this to me, and this is why I keep Santa Claus on my shelf all year long, all right? And I love it very dearly because of those memories. And so I wanted you to bring that thing because it shows that we're all practiced in love. Even as I watch you sit here, Liam and Taylor and Charlotte, even Brenna, you all are holding these bears really tight. It's like love comes really natural to you all. And that's a really special thing. And we should always take time, friends, to make sure that we appreciate that our ability to love is well-developed. Doesn't mean it doesn't have a long way to go, but all of us are familiar with love, even if it is for Bear, even if it is for Mr. Pinguino. But let's go a little deeper with love, and I want you to think for a second. We won't pass the mic, but you can just kind of shout it out. Now tell me about somebody that you love. Not a thing, but a person. Is there somebody that you love? Yeah, just go ahead and shout it out. Parents is a good answer, yes. I'm sorry, Madison, keep going. Your grandparents? That's, uh, there's a wonderful people to love. Who else do you love? Ryan, you got somebody you love? Ah, your mom, absolutely, yes. Who else? Hamster counts. That's, what, that's where the hamster can come in. Yes, the tortoise counts, absolutely. Your cats, oh, you guys, you guys are animal lovers. We do have to bring more rodents into the sanctuary. Taylor, who else? My cat and Grammy. Your cat and your Grammy, all right? Probably not in that order. Flip them. All right. Madison? My dog, Blaine. Your dog, absolutely. Oh, so you guys have teachers that you love? You guys have friends that you love? You got some friends, you're like, ah, oh, these, these are my people. Yeah. Wait, Jules? Yeah, see, we've got people all in our lives around us that we love. And isn't that special? Isn't it cool when you find a friend or a teacher or somebody who's right there alongside of you and you're like, I really like that person. I really care about that person. That's special. And I'm sure you have lots of different ways of showing that, all right? And in so many ways, that's what Christmas is about, right? We give gifts so that we can show love. It's one of the ways that we can do that, right? And we sing songs and we have meals and all this kind of stuff because we want to show love. Now I want to ask you a harder question, okay? Take your fingers, put them on your temples, rub them a little bit, because this one might, this one can be a little harder. I want to ask you, who loves you? Who loves you? Wow, and all the hands go up. All right, I go right down the road. Who loves you? Jesus does. Very good, Shar. Yeah, <laughs> let's not, <laughs> love you, Charlotte. We're going to move on and make it not awkward today. Okay, Madison? Um, my parents. Your parents love you, yeah. My whole family. Your whole family, absolutely. Liam, who loves you? Grammy, Grammy and Pappy, yep, they sure do. Madison, you got another one to add to the list? Um, my grandma, grandpa, and my dog. Your grandma and grandpa, and you know your dog loves you? Yeah, dogs are really good at showing love, aren't they? Always. Yep. Ryan, who loves you? 
so, but this question sometimes of who loves us, for some of us, and sometimes for me, that's the harder question to answer. Because we've all been told, love one another, right? And that's a good thing to do. We should love one another. There should never be an end to our love. But sometimes realizing and recognizing that we are loved, sometimes is harder. We spend a lot of time in church talking about all the things that we're supposed to do. But this season goes against the grain of that. It's about what we have been given in this baby. This baby has a name. Who knows the name of the baby we're waiting for? It is Jesus. Okay, just making sure we're on the same page here. We've been given all these gifts in this baby. And so this season is not about what are we called to do. This season is about what is God coming to do for us. And so last week, we lit the candle of hope. We made it a little smaller this week. And we saw that all of us have hope, but we learned how hope can give us courage and strength to keep moving forward towards the things that we hope for. So Jesus helps us to understand that we already have hope. And he invites us to be stronger about that. Well, today's message is about love. I want you to understand, I want us all to understand that we have been given loved, love. And if there is a message for today, let me get right to the point of the sermon, is that you, as you sit here right now, as you are, however old you are, whether you're a boy or a girl, however, whatever your family looks like, whatever your school looks like, whoever you are as you sit right now, I want you to hear as, clean, as clear as I can say it, and friends, this goes for us all, you are loved. And that's more important than the things we do. You as you are, are loved. And the good news, the good news oh, excuse me, where am I? Today I want to share a story about love. Because again, sometimes it's hard for us to remember that we are loved because we see all the reasons about us that sometimes we're like, well, there's these things about me that maybe there's some things about you that you don't like or are uncomfortable or you wish weren't that way. Sometimes love, receiving love is the hardest thing to do. And so I want to share a special story about a guy. We read some of his words today. But we never tell his story around Christmas time. He doesn't, he doesn't show up in the story the same way that like Mary and Joseph do, right? Or the shepherds or the wise men. But today I want to share a story about love. And it's a guy by the name of Paul. Have you ever heard of Paul? Some of you might have heard of Paul. Okay. Well, Paul doesn't show up in the Christmas story at all. But he's a great reminder. Not that we are called to love first, but that first we are loved. Paul was a really hard guy to love. If you know anything about Paul, Paul was a super smart guy. Paul thought he was smarter than everybody else, and Paul thought his way was the only way. Paul thought he had it all nailed down, and Paul was going to make sure that everybody should follow God in the exact same way. And so that can be a hard person to be around, right? Anybody ever have a friend who tells you, well, we're going to do it my way, or we're not going to be friends? That can be hard. Sometimes I've been that friend. It can be hard. In fact, pretty much no one liked Paul, even the people that he worked with. Paul was throwing people in jail. In fact, there's some stories we have that even Paul had some people killed because they weren't doing things the way Paul thought they ought to be done. Now, if you've, have, if you've encountered somebody like that, those are hard people to love, right? You've been there? I mean, if somebody had one of your friends thrown in jail, that would be a hard person to love, right? 
Well, that's what Paul was doing. Until one day, God showed up to Paul in the middle of nowhere. We call it the road to Damascus. He was just on a road somewhere, and all of a sudden, boom, God shows up. Now, if you're Paul, and nobody seems to like you, God is kind of the last person you want to be talking to, right? If you've had some people put to death, God feels like he's going to strike. God, God showing up might feel like, uh-oh, I'm in big trouble now, right? That's what I would think. And I've thought that from time to time. Oh, no, I did something wrong. God is going to punish me. And so Paul is doing all these terrible things, and God shows up, and he's like, uh-oh, this is it. But do you know what God did? God said, Paul, i got a plan for you. He doesn't strike him down, doesn't beat him up and leave him on the side of the road. He says, i got a plan for you. He says, what I want you to do is I want you to get up, I want you to go to this house, and you're going to spend some time with some friends of mine. But God showed him love instead of judgment. He showed him mercy instead of hatred. And Paul not only learned how to love because God loved him, Paul also learned the power of love. And Paul learned how to love others. Not because he tried to make God happy, He started learning how to love others because he experienced the fact that God loved him before he was even lovable. And it was this guy, this guy that nobody liked, this guy who was really rough around the edges, this guy that seemed to have no friends. It was after he had this experience on the road that he wrote these words, which Mr. Doug read this morning. I'm going to read once again for you. He says, I thank my God every time I remember you. I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion in the day of Jesus Christ. He says, God's doing a good work in you. This doesn't sound like a guy who nobody likes. This sounds like a really friendly guy, right? He's encouraging them. He says, hey, good things are going to happen. He says, for God is my witness, how I long for all of you with the compassion of Jesus Christ. He says, I want to hang out with you. I can't wait to be with you. You guys are my friends now. And he says, this is my prayer, that your love may overflow more and more with knowledge and insight to help you determine what is best. This guy who had no love in his heart for anyone and nobody loved back learned what it meant to be loved by God. And suddenly he's going to other people, situations just like this where people were gathered and he says, I want you to know how much I love you. And because you are loved, I want want to encourage you to go love others. It's okay to show love. Love is, love is hard, love is risky sometimes, but he says love is absolutely worth it. You see, in this season, we're going to do a lot of things that show love, right? You guys are going to do lots of things that show love, going to give gifts, going to show up at the meal and you're going to pray. I mean, look at what we've got in front of here. Even the church is giving gifts. We've got all these gifts collected. Look, Brandon, more, more penguins. I, I'm here for all the Christmas penguins. We're giving gifts, we're doing lots of things to show love. And all that's wonderful. Again, that's the, that's the point of the gifts and the meals and the songs and the hugs and all that. We're showing love. But the harder thing in this season, and friends, the deeper thing, is to know that we are loved. It's to remember that we are loved before even we loved ourselves or anybody else did. Not just to give, but also to receive. I know some of you are going to look at me and say, Pastor, that's not the scripture. I know it's not the scripture. But the scriptures never said never receive. We are called to give love. We are also called in just as big an abundance to receive love from others. And that's a discipline some of us struggle with. 
And so when this baby comes, when Jesus comes, we will learn how much we are loved. And as followers of Jesus, that's why we want to start to say, at least to you all in the front pew, how much we really, truly do love you. And we're going to learn more about what it means to love. In fact, that's what Zechariah read today. Zechariah sings this wonderful song. He says, God has looked with favor on us. God likes us. It says, God has set us free from the things that kind of tie us down. It says, God is going to show us mercy when we do screw up. Like, it's okay. We're human. We're going to mess up sometimes. And God shows us mercy when we do that. And he forgives our sins and he brings us together and he gives us friends and teachers and, and parents and people. God will build people around us who love us like crazy. It's the gift that we receive. It's what Advent is all about. And once we know that we are loved, and it's okay, sometimes we struggle with it, but when we know deep down inside that we are loved, we recognize that it's a gift that we can share with others. And one of the things I, I love about you guys is how easily you guys have shown, you show love to one another, you show love to the congregation, you show love to family and friends, but never forget how loved you are. And the more that you know that, the more love we'll know how to share with others. And so this Advent, yes, lots of wonderful things for us to do, and they're great. But let us never forget to receive the love of others.